At the end of your life, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind for future generations? For the world, join the world messenger, Isabella Lundberg, each week as she brings you a new distinguished guest from the business, sports, or entertainment world to share their success, their struggles, and their lessons. They will share their insights into current hot topics that affect everyone. Isabella facilitates an intimate, vulnerable environment to find the true value of humanity and real leadership. Are you ready for your legacy? The legacy that matters? Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. It's Isabella Lombic here, the World Messenger, and I'm welcoming you yet for another epic Legacy Leader show. Today, I have a powerhouse woman that is coming uh, and joining us from West Palm Beach, Florida. She's young, she's smart, she's successful, she's absolutely genuine, one of the most genuine people I met this far. She's a LinkedIn guru and growth expert, founder of Phenomenal Global Growth Community that I'm extremely proud to be part of, Growth Academy. And she just started Growth Entrepreneurs Podcast. She's also cancer survivor with amazing, powerful story that I guys cannot wait to depict with her in this session. And without further ado, it's a pleasure to welcome Shanae Moret. Shanae, good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Well, good, good middle of the day. I really appreciate the invitation, Isabella. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I know you're super busy. I know it's end of the year, but I really wanted to use month of December to bring back for people that helped me, supporting me and made most impact, actually. And even though we don't know each other so long, it's unbelievable uh, what I'm already seeing that is shaping and changing in my life. And what better way to finish end of the year when highlighting people like yourself uh, and for others to discover? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I try to do things as soon as possible. I mean, I, I mean, I have a lot to do in a week, but if I could do something today, I'll try to not push it off as much as possible. You know, sometimes uh, things happen and stuff, but I try to just be that type of person. <laughs> That's okay. I know it's a hard to juggle and you just moved to new home and congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Thank but you. Also- We're going to be working on the studio. So it's going to look completely different by like January. So that's cool. <laughs> that's fantastic. So more shows and more recordings and more great content I bet, right? Yeah, just more actions in general. Um, you know, I have I want to be very clear on my goals going into 2021. And um, I think that, you know, I was I was talking to a friend the other day who just randomly called me and I was, I was talking to her and then she three-wayed somebody because we were, we were talking about, um, she's like an expert in publishing and stuff. So talking about a book and then she just three-wayed her one friend in who has done, um, a compilation or collaboration book with like Tony Robbins and all of that. And I don't know, like he just started talking and this guy is extremely successful. And he was like, he said something that just like caught my attention so much. And he was like, listen, if you have like this skill set, and I don't know, like whoever's faith, you know, what you guys believe in or don't believe in doesn't really matter to me. Right. But if you do have some type of faith, like his message was, if you have like certain skill sets, um, and you don't use them to like the fullest of your ability, even during, you know, times where let's say other, there's a pandemic or there's chaos. Sometimes that 
we feel like the need to slow down because that was kind of like her challenge is that she, that's why she called him and put him on three-way and I just happened to be on the phone was that she kind of feels like, you know, we're in a pandemic. She has to lower her prices. She has to do a little bit less and all of that stuff. And then she, she calls this guy and he's like, no, like you have to do more. Um, you have to work with the right people. You have to do more. He's like, if you have these skill sets that you were blessed with, and if you can even profit during a pandemic, like it's almost your obligation to leverage them to the fullest of your ab ability, because the more you have, the more the right people you work with, the more you're able to give back to the people that are suffering. So anyways, that's just like interesting how like one phone call, a message can like give you a message. So that's kind of my thinking going into 2021 is I do have these skill sets and now more than ever people are wondering how they can make money from their home and so my plan is to leverage them to the fullest of their ability in 2021. That is brilliant and, and I love what you said. I'm sure that deep down with people that I work from all over the world um, and closely from over 120 countries, everybody grew up with some uh, spiritual and religious belief and foundation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is our food for thought during those challenging, difficult times. And you spot on, and I love what you just shared. Uh, sometimes we're not even aware of what we got. And sometimes right. The different perspective, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh my God, you're so brilliant in XYZ. Did you ever thought about this? And mm -hmm. a lot of times we get kind of puzzled because it's like, oh my God, I never thought about me, you know, being having strength in this way. And mm -hmm. uh, and I'm so glad that you're helping people to undercover where they're the best at and where they can shine and how they can be thriving in just surviving, right? Yeah. It's um you know, unfortunately, just a lot of people were thrown into a position where they have no idea how to leverage their skill set, no idea how to reach more people. Like even let's say someone like my mom, my mom was telling me the other day, like what you're doing is amazing because my generation, you know, they're used to networking, like shaking hands and the business card and stuff like that. So a lot of her friends that lost employment and stuff during the pandemic, um, they're like completely lost right now because they don't even have an online network. They don't know how to build one. They don't know how to uh, present themselves in a way where like other people would find valuable. And so uh, she's like, what you're doing is really helping people. And that's my intention, obviously. <laughs> Yes. And one of the things for listeners and viewers, and of course, you guys will discover most of you, I'm sure we will already know who Shanae is. But for the ones that don't, when you go look at her LinkedIn profile, she's creating phenomenal community organically based on who she is, how her words resonate with others. And as a result, people are just super excited to support and help one another, which is very rare and unusual in so many ways, uh, because uh, people uh, tend to have a competition, as you mentioned, or, mm -hmm. or, or, or do old traditional ways around business or sales. And all of a sudden, this is just like cultivating very beautiful, uh, supportive, but also mm -hmm. uh, willing to, to share or, or help and build others community. Do you yeah. mind sharing a little bit about how that started and, and, and a little bit, how did you get some more major breakthroughs? Um, it really started because of demand, like people, I guess the timing of how I was growing on LinkedIn, I had already reached, I think like 400 or 500,000 followers, like when the, 
when the lockdown started happening. And so a lot of people just naturally started to reach out like, hey, do you have, um, because at that time I was just helping companies like healthcare companies leverage LinkedIn and stuff like that. But we were doing, you know, a, a done for you service. We were managing the entire campaign and obviously not everyone has those type of funds. So uh, a lot of people were just asking me, do you have like a course? Do you have this? Do you have that? Um, and I, I kept saying no, but after like the 50th person, I was like, maybe I should, right? <laughs> like they keep asking me and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And I started to really think about how I would want to do it. Cause I, I started looking at the research and a lot of people don't finish courses. Like they start them, but because they don't finish them, they don't apply them. There's no accountability to just a, a singular course, right? They pay for it and sometimes they don't even open it. So I wanted it to be more than a course and obviously even more than a community, really like a full growth experience. So I just got the advice of a few of the most successful people that I know that I know have grown communities and they gave me some advice. And uh, none of the studios were open in South Florida, like video studios. So I just started taking the videos at home and I launched, I think like a month later. And uh, I was like, what's the worst that can happen, right? Nobody's interested and whatever, but um, we're almost at 500 members between the Latino group and, and the English group, which was another thing that I, I didn't foresee. Uh, just learning as I went is like once, the second I launched the course, a lot of my Latino, like Spanish speaking connections were like, is it available in Spanish? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, it could be, you know? So then I had to have my editors like add Spanish subtitles because I didn't have the time to like redo the whole videos in Spanish, but it's the same thing. We offer the weekly, you know, live training in Spanish and it, the stars kind of aligned where um, a Latin connection of mine in Peru, she just reached out and saw the potential of it and was like, I want to be the, you know, Latin American, uh, you know, leader, market leader. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And I mean, she's building it great. So yes, and, and, and I love how organically you go and you start and organically you figure things out. As, yeah. as you, you don't you don't plan, you don't bake, you don't pre-sell, you don't try something. So I know, right? Which all of those old traditional ways, as, as I'm sure your mom is also very aware, I was like, this is not working anymore. And, and how do we now strip away all what we used to learn and unlearn and learn a new way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, my obvious advantage was that like I had built my LinkedIn network. Right. And I had just been producing content for almost two years already. So a lot of them, you know, a lot of people trust me on LinkedIn. So when my thing was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to deliver a product that was not going to be able to really help people. So I kind of looked at what was out there and I was like, okay, I want to deliver something even more exceptional than this when it came to the course, but also when it came to the community, when it came to what we offer and when it came to the results. And like, as you see, like in, in wins and just experiences that people have had, it's been even more than what I would have imagined. You know, I thought people were going to grow on LinkedIn, but like, it's been so much more than that. Like it's been like growth and confidence, like people that didn't have the, the confidence to do a video are now like not only doing videos, but like on LinkedIn live every day. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like hosting their live shows, launching podcasts. Like it's been a real transformation for a lot of the members that goes far beyond just business. Wow. And, and for all the listeners and viewers, you just launched this um, Growth Academy in August. Is that correct? Uh, in the middle of September. Middle of the September. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was aware of it uh, middle of November, I mean, October. Mm -hmm. So uh, just that, just a little bit a month prior. Uh, and, and guys, uh, it's unbelievable again, when you are putting yourself out there, what, what mm -hmm. is possible. Mm -hmm. But before even grow to Academy, I feel like you have such a phenomenal big why and that drives everything you do. Do you mm -hmm. mind sharing audience? Because I know things were not easy and gets challenging and difficult, but if we just focus on that, we will always feel exhausted, tired and, and lose the power of, of, you know, to move forward, put our yourself out there. But mm -hmm. your why is propelling you over and over and even most challenging times. Do you mind yeah. sharing how did you get to that point and, and how is this now driving you in this amazing flourishing um, or community? Yeah, so, um, well, I, I faced like a lot of, I would say like health trauma when I was young. You know, I was diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer. I had several surgeries and stuff. So from a very young age, like as a child, I was kind of aware uh, of the fact that like, we don't have all the time in the world, you know? Mm. Um, and one, one moment we're here and the next moment we could be gone. And uh, that really, you know, that, that kind of changes even the way you grow up. You know, I just was very aware of that. I was not uh, a naive child just because I lived most of my childhood like in a hospital back you know back and forth on and off so I was very um in tune to the fact that like suffering is a part of life and that you don't live forever and stuff like that so uh just my whole life I was kind of I guess more self-aware and practice introspection and kind of always asking myself what legacy do I want to leave behind you know, what type of thing do I want to do? Um, always driven by like helping others. And so that, but having my daughter, I had my daughter, uh, she just turned four. So I had her four years ago, uh, December 8th, 2016. And uh, she really like matured me, you know, cause I, I was always kind of in tune and self-aware, but I really wasn't taking action. And when I had now this baby to take care of and I wanted to provide like the best things for her. That's when I really started to, to get serious and take action. So she was truly a blessing. And that's really just been like the secret of the transformation of my life from like four years ago to two years ago when I started on LinkedIn to today, it's just been like doing a lot more, like working a hundred times harder than what I what I did, you know, four years ago, taking a hundred times more actions, meeting a hundred times more people. And, and that just has led to me meeting the right people, thankfully, but a lot of work up to reading the, the right high level connections that obviously then saw something in me and then wanted to mentor me to bring me to the next level. So. Wow. That is a brilliant share. And, and, and I love uh, that you'd walk us through 
your why and major transformation and how much is possible to accomplish in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But I love what you also just said. You, you created a lot of successes. You build a lot of momentum and you're not slowing down. Modifying oh, I feel harder. like I haven't even started. <laughs> but that's also because of who I'm spending time around, you know, like who I'm surrounding myself with. Um, and I feel like a lot of people they look for like these coaches or mentors, but it's almost like you have to, just like a coach or a mentor is putting time in you. Like if you don't really deliver the results or they don't see that you're taking action to, you know, from the advice or whatever that they're giving you, they won't continue to invest in you, whether it just be their time or their wisdom or whatever. So uh, I'm also a person that like, if given the opportunity to make a high level connection and to get some type of wisdom from them that I'm going to make sure that they see that I'm like putting it into action so that they continue to like, you know, uh, invest their time and energy and, and wisdom into me so I can continue to grow. I think that is so brilliant too, because uh, I've been in situations too, when people will not take seriously, even Mm -hmm. if they pay me my time. And then before you know it, it's like, why we did not accomplish certain outcomes. And it's like, you you have to, I I can give you all the ingredients and you still have to do the work. And and I feel like a lot of times people are looking for that silver bullet and looking for the quick shortcut, aren't they? And I was like, it's no shortcuts guys that you have to constantly adjust. And I have to say, um, I've been on LinkedIn for a while and I'm being through stages before Microsoft purchased through LinkedIn and so many things and that I was able to do. And all of a sudden I was like, I am lost since when this changed so much, mm-hmm. even though I was like, you know, still posting once a day or, or, or still being involved. I was just like lost momentum of, of to transformation and change that even platform itself went through let mm-hmm. alone what my colleagues or my targeted audience went through right so i have to say that change really does impact us on so many levels beyond just ourselves doesn't yeah. it yeah it does i mean listen the more you you have and the more you achieve the more you can help people and the more you can inspire people And I mean, I was telling people this a year ago, like you really need to invest in your brand because it's something that, you know, nobody can replicate your story. They can replicate the the pricing of your products or your services. They can replicate everything else. They could even try to replicate the process, but they can't replicate the energy that you bring. They can't replicate you. So um, I was telling people this and then obviously when the pandemic started and when quarantine hit, like the lockdowns, people were like, oh my gosh, how am I going to reach, you know, my customers? And then they started to see the value of building a brand online. Very, very true. Because I remember I'm then dealing with Fortune 500 in the past, you know, having a brand that deviates from the company's brand that you're part of was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. But then it's like you change the job or brand you build with the company and that goes away. Yeah. And, and, and then what, like, where do, where do you end up with that? And I right. always believed in the value of that. It's always like self-branding and understanding what you bring to the table and, and everything you just mentioned now it's more than ever important so do you mind sharing your touch also something that I feel like it's still underutilized and for me was underutilized personally also telling my story because the way we were being 
indoctrinated that LinkedIn is not the Facebook and leave all these <laughs> things somewhere else and kind of almost sterilized environment and also opportunity truly to make a connections uh, from heart center that are natural, that are genuine, that are real. So do you mind elaborate a little bit more about that shift that so many of us might still struggling with? Yeah, I mean, it's backed up by science. You know, people that let's say they don't believe it at face value, they could look this up. Like our brains are not wired to remember information or prices or data. They're wired to remember stories, which is why like huge people like Oprah and Gary Vee and, you know, a lot of other mega influencers, they constantly just share their story again and again, because people connect with it, people resonate with it. And as long as you could catch someone's attention, they start paying you in time and energy. And obviously a percentage of the people that pay you in time and energy are eventually going to eventually pay you in money and give you the opportunity to serve them through your service or product. So uh, like I said, if you're just depending on pricing to differentiate yourself, somebody can come along and match your price or somebody can come along and replicate your product or your service. And how are you going to differentiate? There's, there's no like bridge to which people are going to feel that connection to you. Uh, so you have to leverage your story if you want to differentiate because it's yours. Yes. And it's unique to you and it's only your experience and nobody else's that it's like mm -hmm. a combination of all of those elements you're spot mm -hmm. on. Um, so power story, guys, again, is uh, <laughs> definitely uh, something to undercover. And, and, and I'm just super thrilled to uh, learn so much in such a short period from Shanae um, and specifically learn it and learn it in a way because um, things change and we have to be flexible. Yeah. But I have to share something. I mean, you started recently podcast, which I absolutely mm -hmm. love. And how, again, real, raw, genuine, and how you come uh, across. And you opened my eye on something. I mean, episode, every episode has a, so much value by all means, but something just hit me because I used to, again, coach, train, and work in corporate America with sales teams and, and look at their processes, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and we looked at the different models of sales and, and trainings and modules and you name it. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned something about five emotions that influence every single sale. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, breaking it down to and distilling what those five core keywords were. And for mm -hmm. everybody, guys, you have to go to Growthpreneurs to listen to the podcast. But uh, one thing that really made me super excited and happy that you can still be heart centered and still mm -hmm. successful and produce the income. And I remember I was told that I'm foolish and too optimistic and naive. And, uh, you know, and, and it was always this alpha male groups and dynamics and upping up each other of accomplishments and everything. And I never felt like this was my world. And right. that episode and that sharing opened my eyes in so many ways. Do you mind just giving a little sneak preview uh, what, what, where those um, golden nuggets came from? I mean, from your wisdom, but, but how, how did you position everything you do because obviously I'm changing so many things I am doing as a result of now connecting the dots that I was missing. Yeah, I mean, 
I feel like we overcomplicate humans. Like we overcomplicate ourselves. We make ourselves uh, seem like everything we buy is based on logic and like extreme analysis. And it's really not. There's just a few, you know, everyone wants to feel important, you know, like everyone wants to feel loved. Everyone wants to feel, uh, you know, like respected. So there, there's, there are just like a few emotions and then you just have to figure out like where your service or your product come in. So when it comes to like self-love, I know one of the things I mentioned was like cosmetics and stuff. And then you just have to, you have to position your writing and your, and your marketing to kind of touch on those, on those behaviors and those like mass desires. So I'm actually, I do a lot of studying. Like I, I'm always trying to see how I can invest into improving my skill set because there's people that are way better at me than, you know, than at what I do, like in terms of like copywriting and the, and the right messaging to attract it and convert somebody that visits the website into a customer. Like how can my messaging be more clear? So I like follow the numbers and you know, numbers don't lie. So until I have like the best conversions and all of that, then I have to improve my skill set. So I'm just like reading a ton of copywriting books, of marketing books, like just from like the top people and not just like people that are theorists, but like people that have actually built eight, nine figure businesses, you know, through their copywriting, through their marketing strategies. Um, some of them of which like get paid like two to three hundred thousand dollars to write like one letter just because they get paid three hundred thousand dollars but then the campaign will generate you know three to five million dollars that's how valuable they are in like crafting words so it's just about the main thing is just understanding who you serve and i don't think a lot of people even do that so to understand who you serve sometimes we think they're buying our service or product for one thing, but it's actually because of something completely different. So you have to have like more touch points with your, with the people that are converting into customers. Like that's why being on the phone with them is so important. Asking them questions is so important. Like just beyond the demographic, like what are their behaviors, you know? Um, why are they buying your service or product? Why are they staying in the community? Uh, what, what value do they see here? Because a lot of people, like even in Growth Academy, they may buy it, uh, you know, they may buy into Growth Academy for their own business, but then they stay obviously because of the community and because they feel supported and a lot of those other things. So it really comes down to like how someone feels and experiences your service or product. And you have to guide them into, you know, giving you that opportunity. And once, you know, statistically, once somebody gives you the opportunity once, then you can, there's only really three ways to grow a business and that's getting new customers, that's retaining the ones you have and that's selling more products and the right products, the ones that are already your customers. So how can you do all of those three things and continuously innovate on them? Uh, it's really like, I keep it simple. I try to not complicate everything. Like I- And I love I, it. A data chart and all of that is great to know like who my demographic is, but like, talking to let's say 30 people on the phone each of them for five minutes and just asking them a couple questions and listening to you know what they have to say or what they feel is important to bring up to me can kind of reveal a lot more about who we serve than just like data on a chart 
And you're a master of both, actually. I never <laughs> seen somebody, again, super smart, young, that is into data analytics, that is into measuring and checking out. I mean, I'm just looking, you just launched it your um, podcast and you already are, you know, on top of the game of downloads and all the ratios yeah. and scenarios. And I was like, wow, it just blows my mind because again, it's not just a drive and passion, but you, you invest in time and efforts where, where it works. You know mm -hmm. what it works. You yeah, know exactly. And you know what needs to change. Mm -hmm. So do you mind sharing a little bit about how did you start? Uh, uh, I'm sure that was a tremendous part of your success, measuring what outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. But also anticipating what is coming and positioning for it. Do you mind a little bit in the love? Yeah, that? yeah, like I just, I mean, I'm observing, I guess, so I pay attention. And like with the podcasting thing, I realized I started to like audit my own behavior, like as a, as a consumer, like as a customer. So during the whole pandemic, I started realizing that I was watching YouTube a lot less and I was listening to podcasts a lot more just because, and then I asked myself why, and it gave me the ability to learn even when like I'm playing with my daughter or I'm cooking or I'm working, like I could do things. I don't have to pay attention to a video. So it's almost like it gave me, I could listen and learn, but I could do other things at the same time. Um, so I was like, wow, this is, this is really powerful. And then I also realized that I was like listening to sometimes the whole podcast and some podcasts are five minutes, others are like three hours. So giving somebody three hours of your time in like a TikTok age where it's hard to gain three seconds of somebody's time is extremely powerful too. So I just started auditing my own thing. Then I did the research. Okay. Like how many podcasts are there? You know, what's the market show? Like who listens to podcasts? So I started doing that and it was like incredible. So there's like 800,000 podcasts and a lot of people think that's a lot, but that's not a lot. That's like, there's like 31 million YouTube channels, 500 million blogs. There's almost a billion people on each social media channel. So 800,000, that's not even a million. And like less than like 10% of them actually post consistently. So now you're talking about less than 100,000 people that are taking this seriously. So it's like a blue ocean for you to take advantage of. And I was already doing LinkedIn Live. So I was like, let me just try it because I make things as easy as possible for myself. So I was downloading the audio, uploading it. And then I'm also strategic. So I started to see like who's already in podcasting that like I could connect with, talk to, I could pay them to consult me because that's another thing. Like you have to cut your learning curve. You know, you have to, you have to, you can't want everything for free. So if me doing trial and error for six months is gonna give me the 10,000 downloads a month or 20,000 downloads a month, rather than like picking the right person, learning from them, they have to be doing it already. Obviously it's not just a theorist. If I could pay them and I could achieve that same thing in three months, just from what they teach me, then why wouldn't I do that? Cause time is more valuable to me. So I did, I found somebody on LinkedIn and he was crushing it. And I, you know, I saw who he had on his podcast and stuff. And I had a consultation with him and he broke it down and I was like, okay, well, it really just comes down to action. Like you were saying before, I was like, now that I understand this, it's just a matter of me really implementing it. So it's been like less than one month of like serious podcasting, I would say. 
and uh, it's not even that serious yet because I don't even have a real intro. We're working on that. But, uh, you know, we'll hit like 4,000 downloads this month. And then who knows where we'll be by the end of 2021. Like I have big ambitions. So now that I see that it's working, as long as I see that something is working, like that's it. I'm going to go a thousand times harder. Like, because I'll put my attention and my energy and my time where things produce outcomes. And that is brilliant. I, I, I love, I love again, your way of taking action, giving a try, giving a try, measure, keep it track of it. And then uh, if it's working, adjust it or not, and then keep at it. Mm -hmm. um, because we live in an age where truly as we're purposing the great content, we're purposing also information because not everybody will see it uh, when it comes right. maybe the first day, but having the library of great content and as needed, also go and check it out based on the topic or, or, or current need or demand. I think it's also a brilliant way. And thank you for putting that in perspective because I also started my podcast this summer during pandemic time, but I had it ready and prepped like three, four years ago. And, and what's interesting at that time, I didn't feel it was right. So timing was not right. I was traveling a lot. And it's so interesting how everything comes full circle. And um, I, I'm so happy. I wish I started sooner, of course, but I'm so glad I did it this year as well. And, yeah, and I feel like uh, we have so much more people to reach and so much great content to offer and, and great information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, and, go ahead. and I feel the same way. Like if I could podcast and reach more people, help more people and, uh, you know, it's obviously still a blue ocean. And like, why wouldn't I do that? It's something that could be leveraged. Like I could, I could be sleeping and people on other time zones as me are already listening to it when they wake up and posting about it. Like, why wouldn't I want that leverage? Very, very important. But, but I want also just to, for a second, um, talk about a little bit, if, it, if that's all right with you, around the LinkedIn Live. You were one of the first people to really fully jump in LinkedIn Live. And obviously, LinkedIn Lives can be recorded and mm -hmm. then can be repurposed and utilized also as a part of your podcast content. Mm -hmm. But what I love about seeing connection, as you just mentioned, people from different time zones, from different countries, how global immediate feedback we get and kind of mm -hmm. keeping the pulse of the world in a way just in those few either 20 30 or, or 60 minutes sessions and immediate exchange do you mm -hmm. mind for everybody that are kind of on the fence how to start do they want it to even start or how even to participate since it's so new and you have so much expertise in it do you mind just giving a little bit of golden nuggets for our audience i mean if you want to do more business like if you want more clients if if you just want more profitability you have to try it like you you have nothing to lose it's an extremely different game um you know the first time i went live it was uncomfortable like people think that these things come naturally to me it's just because i do them more like i have a lot more practice so if i'm doing seven hours of live a week and you're doing none i'm just gonna get naturally better especially over a year or over six months so I'm going to get better at like picking guests and uh, seeing the feedback of my, what my audience wants. I'm going to get better at, you know, uh, transitioning my audience from live to sales because I'm just, it's just practice. Um, so it's not hard to apply for LinkedIn live. It's just one application. And a lot of people 
you know, in Growth Academy have been improved very quickly. And so once you have that, it's why wouldn't you differentiate another way to connect with your audience? And right now it's people can't really go to networking events like they used to. Um, they're really craving following somebody that brings the authenticity forth. And yeah, you could bring it in like copy or video, but nothing can replace live. It's the most authentic thing that you could offer someone other than being right in front of them, having a conversation right in front of them. So why wouldn't you give your audience that access? It's like you're denying them of like the most authentic version of you. And even big influencers that I see that don't go live, I'm like, I question why. It's kind of like, what are you hiding? Ah. Or like, what are you afraid of? You know what I mean? It's like, why don't you, <laughs> yes, yes. you know, show up for your community and do it authentically? raw real and 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 authentic you you spot on and i think we need more of that uh authenticity is huge huge right now these days specific because so much content is in front of us and and i just love again who you are and how you show up how consistent you are how certain accomplishments don't phase you you you're still very humble and very genuine and and those are the things that i found that's those are the things that are important to me and mm -hmm. and 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 what i'm attracted to so i i'm really wanted just to say and kudo you for showing up in such a beautiful light in times when we truly people needed the most yeah and that that was a big question you know when the whole quarantine and lockdown started happening i was like okay like things could get serious and i know that like when people are under pressure that it's easy for them you know it's the easier thing to do is to stop and to you know take care of whatever you need to take care of and I knew that a lot of people, the first thing they were going to drop was their consistency in social, in marketing and stuff. But like when you look at the brands that have really grown through any kind of economic turmoil, um, they're the ones that have put in more during that turmoil and not less. So I made a commitment to myself at the beginning that I was going to show up for my community every single day, no matter what. And I have. And you definitely do absolutely do and and more than more than that not just showing up every day but you i know as community is growing you're still trying to reach out and and, and engage with everybody and uh, and as much as possible so it yeah. is very admirable a lot of times and and i know a lot of uh, gurus and a lot of great accomplished individuals but they're un unreachable they're untouchable you mm -hmm. have a 10 15 layers to even do that even though yeah, we it's crazy i don't even have a va some people <laughs> message me they're like is this shanae i'm like yes <laughs> and that is what i love about it. is like i understand that some people need assistance at some point but just to have that level level of of detachment i also mm -hmm. feel like loses the value of the brand and everything actually that that person wants to stand for yeah. and it's, and it's a barrier and it's unnecessary and it's kind of off-putting too because it's like we we wanted to have the natural real uh, real encounters and and by the time you get to you know schedule the podcast or have the conversation i feel like exhausted i like we went through the know, right? layers i was like oh my god this person is more protected than some of the top secret guys i ever knew oh my so, gosh yeah. that's funny yeah no and like you know obviously i've been presented with a million opportunities for it to be like that but it's just it's not me. I don't really schedule things that far out. I'm really focused like on the day, on the month, like the next 30 day outcomes. I'm hyper focused rather than, you know, there's some people messaging me like, 
oh, my 2021 is booked, but like, I could, I want to invite you on a podcast. I'm like, okay, like, are, are we kidding? Like, you don't even know what you're going to be doing in three months. Um, I'm just that type of person. Like I have like, I have, you know, big, like 10 year goals, but I also like bring it down to the micro because that's all we can really have control over at the moment. And I'm so hundred percent with you. And and when you deal with these like calendars and Calendly and stuff, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And it's just that perception of being busy. I was like, are you really busy with, or, or just really right. trying to appear to busy and how true effective this is. Uh, and, and because we have to have a room, we have to be able to navigate and, and have a room every single day. And I mm -hmm. absolutely uh, can't say how, how that resonates with me and, and helps yeah. with what I'm doing on a daily basis. Yeah. Shanae, a lot of people just want to know they lose a lot of business just appearing busy because, you know, to appear busy, they take an hour to reply to a big prospect. And I've already closed a deal with them at that point. So, you know, that's the cost of appearing busy. Very, very true. And a lot of, of that faking till you make it or whatever, all those different layers we do to kind of help us out to, um, to portray something that actually doesn't even serve us, let alone serve anybody else. And I'm glad that we are able to now with all the medium, but also with the right community and right network, strip all of that and, and bring things much quicker to fruition. What I love right. about it is it's it's no nonsense. It takes away all these extra 300 decision makers and all <laughs> the other bullshit. I'm sorry that I'm seeing that is, I was like, it's just so annoying. And, and then like on the end of the day, it's just so much noise. I was like, let's just eliminate all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just so if anyone's listening and you message me, it may take a, you know, a few minutes for me to get back or whatever, but it is me. I don't have a VA. <laughs> Yay, she is going to show up. That's fantastic. Yeah. And since, as you said, you're hyper, um, hyper focused on now, but even though you have a 10 year plan, do you mind just sharing just a little bit with audience? What is coming? What is, what, what, what are you, what some of the, your biggest uh, goals or dreams that you are fo focusing on or desiring that you feel comfortable sharing? And also, Obviously, you already have tremendous legacy for somebody who accomplished so quickly so much by having these attributes mm -hmm. um, that we just talked about, being authentic, being real, being genuine, being truly focused on people and loving people and wanting to serve them in the best possible way. So I'm eager to hear what would you like your last legacy to be now that you start unfolding rapidly further and further? I mean, I my ultimate legacy, I guess, is to just inspire at least 1 billion people like that's get known and, and continue to inspire people. Um, you know, I not only want to attain obviously tremendous wealth, but I want to create millionaires. I want to help people become, you know, millionaires in their own right and give them the tools to do so. And, you know, one of the things in 2021 is that like I'm extremely tuned into the feedback of my audience. So uh, it's definitely time for a book. So I'll definitely be releasing a book in 2021 and then just continue <laughs> and then just continuing to grow Growth Academy. Like we have, you know, 
a big vision for that, me and the people that are involved in both English and Spanish. So it's truly just the beginning and just continue to grow, like help people not only survive during times like this, but to profit just through their skill set, through their story and being able to attain a freedom where they could profit doing what they love from their home or wherever, from vacation or wherever the heck, wherever the heck they want to bring their laptop, right? That week. But uh, that's, that's really um, what freedom is and it's changed my life. So I want to help other people do the same. That is extraordinary. And I absolutely love it. And I know you're going to make all of that happen, specifically <laughs> reaching over a billion of people. And one thing I wanted to say uh, genuinely, Ashane, uh, in closing, your, your, your work and everything you're doing and just the way, again, energetically, how it resonates with people, you're also giving people hope and mm -hmm. giving them a chance when nobody else would. And a lot of yeah. people are in pain and being broken and, and, and on their knees and, and not having the support and just having community where they feel that they have something to offer and something yeah. to bring to table. And just by believing in them, I'm seeing some of the things that are happening cohesively because I'm always paying attention of teen dynamics and everything else is going on. I just wanted to say it's beyond touching and just warms my heart seeing how many people as a result are shining in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's a, it's been incredible. Uh, you know, some people, they they enter Growth Academy and they're like looking for a job and then two months later, they're like launching their business. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay, that, that went differently, but it went very well. You know what I mean? Just through the, because they, they start to really see like the value in, in what they have to offer and like how they could offer it to the right people. And instead of, you know, having to go somewhere and clock in and, you know, get paid, let's say a secure or whatever, a $6,000 salary, they, they realize that they can make more from their laptop and be able to provide more for their family and stuff like that. So, like I said, like even what I expected, it has already been trumped in just the first, like what, three months in Growth Academy. Some of the transformations have been amazing. So I'm really looking forward to like what six months looks like. Wow, I can't wait to be part of that journey. And for everybody that is listening and watching, guys, I just have to say I'm super thrilled because I'm single, live by myself. I'm in, you know, and it's just so great to have, again, community interaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't go out and be with each other. That's another thing. Like, people want, and it's not just they want to, like, go online and feel connected to people. Like, they want to be part of a group or a community that with, like, people that are dreaming as big as them that are taking actions as big as them that wake up every day and want to strive to do better. It, it just, it's easier when you're constantly like in touch with other people that are, are taking action, are consistent. You know, it's easier to get up in the morning, even if we're isolated and kind of feel like we're doing it together. So that's really my goal. That is fantastic. And for everybody that wants to reach Shanae, I will have a link, but it is Growth Academy, Academy and a Growth Entrepreneurs podcast. Mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like to uh, share with the audience in the closing, Shanae? No, just, I mean, really audit what you want in life. Life is short and audit the legacy that you want to leave behind. Be very clear about it and then just match your actions to whatever it is that you decide. 
it takes time. It takes a lot of hard work, but with the right people around you and you plugging into the right community, it could take less time and you could get the results faster. Brilliant. It was absolute pleasure to have you on the Legacy Leader Show, and I'm so super thrilled to see amazing legacy making and unfolding in front of my own eyes. So, guys, again, uh, please make sure you check on Growth Academy and Growth Entrepreneurs. And Shanae, we look forward to seeing you in the real world. Thank you. Yes, so yes, 100%. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Legacy Leader Show. If you enjoyed the content and had a positive experience, then please leave us a positive rating. In addition, leave us positive review whenever you are listening on whatever platform there might be. Make sure your friends and family also know about the benefit and value that we provide and what we have to offer. Cheers.